Welcome to Liquid Courage, the podcast where I, Amanda Pereira, sit down with a fellow artist that I admire and ask them the questions I've never had the guts to ask them before. Sounds scary? Yeah, it really is. So I use a little liquid courage in the form of my guest's favorite drink. We cheers, chat, and connect as I attempt to soak up all the wisdom they have to offer. Today I sit down with Evelyn Salvarinas and we enjoy some Christmas tea. Evelyn is an aura photographer and the founder of Rose Aura here in Toronto. Originally from Toronto, Evelyn studied in New York City, where she earned a master's in fine art history at Sotheby's Institute. During her time at the Big Apple, Evelyn discovered the power of aura photography at the shop Magic Jewelry and enjoyed getting her aura photographed and read as frequently as she could. But when she returned home to Toronto, Evelyn was surprised to find that no one offered film aura photography or even had the right camera. And so, craving the healing and reflective power of readings, Evelyn set out to fill the aura photography void in Toronto. And in 2017, Rose Aura was born. Evelyn also holds a Crystal Master certification and uses a deep knowledge of the chakras to provide unique, informative, and comfortable mystic guidance. In this episode, we reference the aura photos that I've had taken with Evelyn, and I show them in the video version of this episode. So if you're listening and wondering what they look like, I've also posted them on the podcast's Instagram at Liquid Courage Podcast for you to see if you want to. This episode with Evelyn is the finale episode of season four. So I just want to take a moment and say a huge thank you to everyone who's been listening and watching this season. This show has become such a source of joy and connection for me and it means so much that there are other people out there who love it and enjoy it too so this feels like the perfect episode to end the season with a great way to celebrate season four and manifest future seasons oh and if when i say aura photography you're like i have no idea what that is don't worry very early on in the episode evelyn gives a rundown of the whole process you'll be an expert in no time So here is my conversation with Evelyn, an aura photographer, the founder of Rose Aura, and someone I admire immensely. Hi, Evelyn. Hi. Welcome. Thank you. I'm so excited to have you. I actually don't know if I told you this. You are my finale episode for season four. I have been just planning it all along. I just think you are so wonderful. I think you are like a Toronto celebrity in our midst. No, please no. (laughs) I just adore you. I think you're so wonderful. Um, and I'm so excited to have you here and like get to ask you all of the questions that I have been dying to ask you for so long. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Thank you for being here. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And we're drinking Christmas tea, which just makes me feel so lovely. Some people might get mad. I know it's November and it's not December yet, but like, I don't care. Close enough. Yeah, it's close fine. enough. And I've never had Christmas tea before. Is this something that you have regularly? I have had it for years. I love Christmas tea. I love the combination of like spices and orange and just, mm. I just love it for this time of year. It doesn't have to be like Christmas. It could be all the way into February. Just like in this time of year, I love a good Christmas yeah. tea. Yeah. So I'm just like, I'm so happy that you had it. You just happened to have it. I know. It was so random. I actually had some at home and I didn't even know what Christmas tea was. So mine says black tea, intensely aromatic, infused with flavors of spice and citrus. And I'm like, oh my mm-hmm. God, that sounds, and it smells amazing. And I have to say, it's a very gray day. That's why I have all yeah. this like bright blue sweater with like white clouds on it. Cause I just need something. Cause it's very gray. I love that. And I was feeling very like, And I thought, oh, I'm talking to the queen of color and energy today. Uh, This is my prescription. I mean, that's a pretty, 
intuitive color to choose because it's your throat chakra, right? It's your communication. So I also am wearing all blue today. Stop. Oh, I almost teared up because that's so <laughs> that's so cool. Oh my God. It's my throat chakra. I didn't even yeah. I know I literally have like pictures of it open. I've had one open on my mo- on my computer monitor for a little bit of like all the chakras and all the colors. And I didn't even clue into that. You're right. Oh, we're both right? wearing blue you today. You used your intuition and you like <sighs> you picked the one that would be the best for you. I already feel better. I already feel yeah. better from this gray day. Uh, okay. So, so to start off today for some people, I hate making you do heavy lifting in this. I just think that I might butcher it a little bit. So like for people listening or watching who have never had their aura photo taken before, who've maybe, maybe even never heard of it. Can you briefly explain how the, the camera works and like what a photo might look like? For people so just so they can kind of get like context while we're chatting about absolutely this. totally so an aura photo is a picture of you and a picture of your energy in any given moment the camera it's a specialized camera it's called an aura cam 6000 it's also called a coggins cam it was designed by guy coggins and you put your hands on sensors the sensors connect to the camera and based on the energy that you're giving off, like the energy, like the ions that are kind of coming off of your hands, that is going to send the information to the camera and show up in what chakras are active and open. So in the photo, you can expect to see like yourself in the middle and then colors all around you. And they can be different colors, different places and where the colors are, what the colors are, the intensity of the color, how bright, how dim will mean something different in the photo as well. So cool, actually. And I brought... I've come to you a few times to get, and actually I have an appointment next week or the week after. So I know I'm this, to yeah. see you again. Oh, I did. I'm so excited. Yeah. I'm trying to come every season. That's my yeah. kind of like journey, journey within it, whatever that means. Yeah. But I brought two of my photos here so people watching can kind okay. of see how different or, and also if you're listening, I will post this on Instagram. I already have posted it on Instagram, but I'll post it again on the, on the podcast page just so people can see. That's amazing. And like one thing that I remember you saying to me, I think in my first appointment with you is like how because the photo is reflecting which chakras or which like energy centers are open and which aren't, it can change from minute to minute. Like it can be different Mm -hmm. in five minutes from it is right now. And so Mm -hmm. because of that, I'm wondering like what's the most helpful way, I guess, that you suggest people interpret and utilize the information in their aura photos, since it's not something that is necessarily like a staple and it's not going to change for the next you know, year or whatever. Do, does that make sense? Right. I'm asking? Yeah. Well, it's really like it's changing second to second, like minute mm-hmm. to minute. Yes. But like, think about how quickly your thoughts are changing, your feelings are changing, even about the past and the future. They're changing all the time. So mm-hmm. we are like our energy is constantly changing. So Back up for a sec to explain this. I'm going to explain chakras. So the word chakra translates to wheel or disc. Each chakra is essentially a spinning wheel of energy. So at any given point, some spin greater, some spin smaller, but they're always like flowing, right? So as as your feelings change, as your physical energy changes, as everything kind of changes around you, your chakras are constantly like vibrating. Some are spinning larger, some are spinning smaller. So you're essentially kind of like, in the moment that you put Mm. the hands on the sensors, like in that one kind of second, right? That's what you're seeing in the photo. Now, you can use that photo in a number of different ways. So some people just want the photo for the photo, just to like have the photo and like see what it looks like, great. Some people want to use the photo to work on things. So Mm. when what I really recommend and what I like look at in the photo is what's strong. We first start out with like what we can see. 
And then from there, we look at what isn't visible. And that's what we want to take some extra time working on or give a little bit of extra attention to, give a little bit of extra love to. So that's really my strategy with it. Ideally, what you want to see is everything. You want everything mm-hmm. to be flowing from the base of the spine to the top of the head. You want to be like fully rainbow. That can happen in two ways. That can happen when you're feeling the best. That can happen when you're also feeling, quote unquote, the worst because you're still feeling the most. You're feeling everything, right? So you ideally want to be fully aligned, everything flowing at the same size and speed. Everything is really kind of like embodied and empowered. But that's also the rarest thing I see as well. Mm. Oh, that's so interesting. Like that a rainbow can be aligned or also like it doesn't necessarily that there's no perfect or there's no like you have reached this destination and now you just stay there. It's flowing and fluid just like everything in humans is. (laughs) Exactly. And like a lot of people come like a lot of people come and they just assume that they're one thing. Like they assume the thing Mm. that they see is like who they are and what they are. And we're kind of used to these like boxes. Right. But I think it's really important for people to understand that like you're all of it. You're all of it at once. And like what is expressing itself in that moment is like just that moment. Right. That's not to say that's who you are. You are so much more than that. Like we're literally all of it. Mm. What color do you see um, the most often or the least often? Mm. It honestly depends. It changes seasonally. Mm. So as especially in Toronto because like the weather here is so extreme yeah cue my bright blue jacket or my bright you know bright what blue I mean sweater. like yeah the gray outside. it really affects us it affects our mood mm-hmm. it affects our energy so like once it becomes winter everybody's red everybody's like this everybody's cold everybody's like pushing oh, their bodies and what's what's red red is root red is root okay in the winter it becomes a more of a dim red so when it's bright mm-hmm. wet red it's a grounding energy it's your power it's your life force when it goes dim, it could mean overworked, overtired, it could be stressed, it could be mm-hmm. anxious. And so that kind of keeps the energy a little bit closer in. Mm-hmm. In the spring, the number one thing I see is green, because mm-hmm. when the trees bloom, we also bloom. It's something so interesting to me. So like, we're so connected to nature, we're so connected to our environments. And spring is a really like interesting time for people to get their photos taken. Summer is obviously great. You can get like just a mixed bag of everybody's like that's feelings the most and emotions time in toronto yeah. is like the most the most likelihood you have of getting a rainbow is like july listen you could have a rainbow in the winter like some people are just flowing like some people i've seen like for years and they've had rainbows every time like uh, extremely extremely rare psychopaths no <laughs> but like who has a rainbow in the winter no it's fine people like skiing some people do some people yeah, do some people live fair. so everybody's <laughs> different we're you know <laughs> We're always flowing, but yeah, in in the summer, it's just a lot more variety. But like in the winter, you can tell that it stresses people out. Mm. What are some things, since we are heading into winter, what are some <laughs> things, I'm like now like, oh my God, help. Like, ah. What are some things that we can do to kind of help our body stay in a bit of bit more open and more of that like equilibrium homeostasis within our chakras going into like the sad gray winter that is Toronto? My number one thing that like I've noticed has helped 
my energy is breath work. So mm-hmm. I recommend it for everybody as, as as much as you can to really kind of like connect to your body to like oxygenate your blood to move your lymph around like there's just so many benefits to breathing. And we really mm-hmm. need to be doing that more. Something else that I really like to recommend to people is shaking just kind of like somatic movement where you mm-hmm. are shaking for a couple minutes a day, just like letting the energy off and letting it kind of flow through you. I also for myself, I like to do red light therapy, I like to do acupuncture, mm-hmm. I like to do um, saunas, just to kind of like what I enjoy doing for my body. And like, it really helps my energy to balance it. But it's also everybody's different, right? So it's really like intuitive to the person, like whatever feels good, mm-hmm. will generally be good for your energy. Mm. So just like rule of thumb, like, if it doesn't feel good, if it doesn't feel right, if it doesn't feel like this is like a natural thing that you're doing, then you don't have to do it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I think it's really easy to dismiss, like breath work or see it as like, Oh, Evelyn, I can't get over this amazing mug. This is the most glorious mug. Like if anyone is Isn't just it listening, though? it's the most glorious mug I've ever seen. This beautiful. So What's the name of the frog? Can you remind me? Karopi. Oh, Karopi. Look at this darling. This is like the the mascot of the podcast officially. Little Karopi. Thank you so beautiful. Much. And every time I see you drinking it, I can tell like it is large and in charge. Yeah. And there's like a very like it's like trying to maneuver where to put your I no, it is the first face. time I drank from it, so I'm trying to figure out like exactly where, <laughs> yeah, yeah, like I won't spill it all over myself, and I, <laughs> yeah, think yeah, I figured yeah. it out like from the corner. So it's yeah, I'm really loving that I was like getting to getting to be a part of the learning curve process of um yeah. drinking from it. Well, I need a special mug. Like I need a special yeah. mug for special the podcast. Mug Sorry. for Christmas tea. No, that's what fine. I just no, me? I loved it. What was I asking? No, I loved <laughs> it. Oh, oh, I feel like it's really. I <laughs> know. I just went. I got so sidetracked because I was like. Oh, I just felt like angels were singing from this beautiful frog mug. Um, I promise I won't draw attention to it every time you drink. <laughs> That'll be the last time. Maybe. Second last time. I'll leave myself one more time. Um, for con- my my partner is mm-hmm. very much into breath work and meditation and meditation retreats and is always, you know, is always just like saying how important and valuable it is for them specifically. And I feel like it's easy to dismiss because it's something that all of us are like, oh, well, we all breathe. Like, yeah, 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 breathing. But the number of times I just in a moment, like become aware of the fact that I'm holding my breath or that my whole body is tense or that like, am I actually breathing? And I'll notice it Uh if I'm playing video games, if I'm reading Mm -hmm. a book, if I'm like driving, it can be things that are intuitively relaxing or intuitively stressful. And so I just, I think it's really easy to dismiss, but I think also less people are deeply and consistently breathing as they might think they are you know a hundred percent and like that's also really Mm -hmm. common like the two photos that you showed had a lot of red in it um red in them like that is really Mm. common for people with a lot of red in their photos to be clenching to be not breathing to be keeping energy in and so like Mm. I used to be exclusively red for years I was constantly (laughs) like this little stress ball (laughs) I, I was I was always red but I was so happy to be like doing what I was doing. And I was so happy to be kind of like learning about auras. And like, I, I was happy to be doing it. I was like, mm-hmm. love what I did, but I was always so stressed. And it wasn't until um, I started mm-hmm. doing breath work that my energy changed entirely. So I know from personal experience, like, yeah, it is really important. <laughs> it's super duper important just in general. But just speaking about like people with rainbow auras, the people who are aligned, mm-hmm. like the one thing in common is that they all meditate. That is something that is 
Yeah. That that is just like the proof is in the pudding, right? So if everybody who's feeling aligned is doing yeah. this thing, it might be a key in order to help more people feel aligned. Oh, I'm not going to let my partner listen to this episode. It's just another. <laughs> just, no, no, no. I mean, you're right. And it does feel amazing yeah. when you do these things. Like it's like you said, proof is in the pudding. It's there. And I yeah. think too, like it's. I, I think it's important too that you bring up like feeling tense or like stressed or I know you've spoken to about feeling like you had a lot of anxiety and trying to like do that breath work and and keep yourself open. I mean, I think that can be really exhausting for a lot of people, especially if it's an anxiety that has to do with others, like social anxiety, or if they mm-hmm. if you are around people who are, you know, maybe draining or things. So mm-hmm. I guess like there are gonna be situations where we have to be around people that make us anxious or make us want to close up, Mm -hmm. make us like tighten, we can, Mm -hmm. you know, choose the people in our lives. But also sometimes you have a coworker or a family member you have to be around who kind of suck that energy. And so when we are in, when like we find ourselves in those situations where we have to be around people who aren't great for our energy, what are some things that we can do in that moment to protect ourselves? So like our energy doesn't get hijacked by this other person with us. Okay, so there are a number of things that you can do. And so breathing, just back to back to what we were mm-hmm. talking about, like somebody could set you off like things mm-hmm. if your energy is not is not super connected to your body. So my dog just decided to pop up in oh, this Rocky, how hi. old is Rocky? Seven. Lucky number seven, little Rocky. Oh, Rocky is welcome to the recording at any time. Truly. Here he is. Oh, my Um, goodness. So many distractions. Okay, hold on. (laughs) So many cute animals, whether it's mug form or in real life. We're just like. Thank you. I just love, I love cute things. Cute beings. I love it. Yeah, so breathing, like we can, we can choose to kind of like practice kind of like embodying Mm -hmm. slowness and stillness and breath work like when we find things that trigger us like that's that's something that's important you can do things like creating energetic shields around you these are things that you can envision around yourself so energetic like shields of white light of gold light of just like Mm. protected energy around you other things that might not be everybody's cup of tea, but I definitely find that crystals are something that mm. I really, yes, I really connect with. So in terms of crystals, like you can always keep a selenite with you. Selenite is super duper clearing. So if you feel like there's anybody's kind of energy that's getting on you, like holding a selenite or like just waving it around is going to definitely like help that energy kind of get off of you. Mm-hmm. You can also do like grounding protective stones, like a black tourmaline, like an obsidian. Those are good to have on you. I always have, and I'm forgetting my names now, but I always have this one for creativity. I think it's an orange calcite. Cellulite. Calcite. Thank you so much. Wow. Even with my blurry video, I am, like, I am I can't really see amazed it blurry, that I'm you're like, able. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. I know my blur, my video is blurry for you. So the fact that you can even make out what this crystal is. Yes. Orange okay. calcite for yeah, you know what? Like I could be wrong. And... Yeah. Well, yes. And I'm part of me is now realizing, you know, when people like get tattoos and they're like, oh, this means like hope in Mandarin. And you're like, yeah. no, it doesn't. That means like right. Britney Spears is God, which is a fine tattoo to have. But like, that's what I'm worried about. I'm about to do with my crystals. Yeah. So for creativity. And then I always have mm-hmm. black tourmaline for this is mainly to be like soaking up all of the like energy from my electronics so that I'm not like taking them all in a yeah. bit, like a protective one. So black tourmaline, you can use for your electronics, but you can also use shungite oh. and what uh, hematite. Those are two that will like 
really draws like that EMF out. Oh, I'm going this weekend to go get it. The tourmaline will work, but it's like it's more for like yeah. grounding and protecting, but like it will work around. But you can also use like shungite or hematite as like a little bit of a stronger EMF protection. Okay. I oh, I'm doing that. Bunch around my router. Yes, that's what it yes, yeah. putting it all around my internet. Yeah. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. And then the last one I have here is like I don't even know what this is called. And it's call it's weird. Can I it's, see it? Yeah, I'm gonna say I think it's too blurry to see it. It is a very ugly stone in my okay. opinion. But I had the okay. most like intuitive experience picking it out in the store. I closed my eyes and was like picking through and the person who worked there was helping me. And it's for staying in the moment. So anyway, okay. I just I just hide talk about hijacking a person's energy. I just hijacked that moment and been like, yeah, here no, let me I'm show here, off my crystals that, that I have. have but, right? Like yeah. those are the things like like you connect with, right? So like mm. having those things on you, having them with you will definitely kind of like help. And then yeah. Another way to kind of like clear your energy is with smoke. So like Palo Santo, um, just kind of like any incense that you particularly like. You can also clear energetic waves with sound. So mm. if let's say like, yeah, like you've gotten kind of too much on you, you can kind of like dust it off with sound. Don't neglect like shaking, like literally like shaking the energy off of you. Mm. But then something I also want to just point out that like people's energy like our chakras are constantly like spinning and moving right so like let's say there are people that we don't necessarily get along with like we don't we just don't connect with mm -hmm. essentially like your chakras and their chakras are spinning in misalignment it's like gears that don't fit mm. so it's not necessarily like we love to kind of like label people as like you're toxic or you're this or you're that yeah. or like this is bad for my energy kind of thing but like ultimately like your your gears really aren't just like flowing together mm. and like that's fine too like they're on their own kind of energy over there you're on your own energy over here and also kind of like realizing and recognizing that too but like crystals like protective shield smoke sound shaking yeah oh that's fabulous that's so interesting i i i mean absolutely it's like oh just because you think somebody is like oh, they're not good energy. It's like, well, maybe you're not good energy for them and they're not good energy for you right now in this you point in time. Yeah. And you just don't, totally. yeah, absolutely. It would, I, my first thought is like, oh man, it would suck if you're in a relationship with somebody where your gears are just not working you together. You likely wouldn't and... be in a relationship anymore. <laughs> <if you're laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Your body's going to guide you in that way. Yeah. Like, mm, no, 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 not right yeah. now. Yeah. I think it was in a podcast where you were sharing how like, a lot of people who, a lot of your clients will come in and in their reading and their photo, like they go straight to wanting to know the bad stuff. Like, oh, well, or, or saying, oh God, I'm all this color. That's bad. Or tell me yeah. the bad stuff. That was yeah. really interesting to me. Why do you think that is? Why do you think people are drawn to that stuff first? The number one thing I hear is I have no aura. Like people walk in and be oh. like, I have no aura or like my aura is black. And it's like, okay, you wouldn't be alive. Right. Like this right. is literally right. your life force. So like there's something there. Let's take a look at it. But people automatically, I don't know, like assume, not everybody, but like a lot yeah. of people really like assume the worst in themselves and like mm. really are just kind of like, they want to know the worst stuff. And it's like, okay. For sure, there are maybe some emotional elements, or there's some tired or stressed or anxious, or you don't know what's it, what you want, what you're talking about. You need to kind of work on your intuition. Like, there are things obviously that like could be perceived as bad, right? Mm. But it's also how you want to perceive these things, right? Mm -hmm. There's like a positive and negative to everything. So, I tend to really focus on the positive to help yeah. people reconnect with that because <laughs> it does seem like that's something that people 
are maybe missing a little bit. Like mm. they want they want to focus on negative and like this was even before the pandemic and before like the past couple of years of like everything being so up in the air. Like yeah. it's been consistent <laughs> since I started. I've been doing wow. this about like six, seven years. And that's like the number one thing people will say is like I have no aura. That makes me so sad. That people are like, I have no aura. I don't know. It's just like you do oh, you do. Like you, you know have what I mean? To, just, like you said, yeah. yeah. You're yeah. alive. You're alive. You're here and let's take a look at it and like if you're in a bad mood or if you're not feeling your best right now like again just know that like it's passing it's a passing time like moment in time or energy in time like it's not anything that's permanent it's not like it's not anything that's going to last forever like we again we're everything Mm -hmm. yeah I think it's such an interesting kind of also like a a tool that helps you helps reveal some like patterns that you have or things Mm -hmm. that that kind of like sit within you like you you've mentioned where when you lived in New York City you were going and getting your aura photo taken frequently like after something significant or feeling something significant like I think you mentioned like after having a fight with somebody or after quitting a job or like after I think you Mm -hmm. even mentioned like after doing your taxes like things like that were like stressful it was different every time yeah, like what what did you learn about what did you learn about yourself in taking those like frequent photos in those like significantly emotional times? Cuz that's really interesting information to be seeing like, oh, every time I'm really sad or I'm really stressed or I'm really whatever it is, is there a pattern here? And yeah, what did it kind of like show you about yourself? At that point in time, like this was maybe like over 10 years ago, like at that point in time, I wasn't even thinking about it. Like, I wasn't thinking about it in terms of those things. I was just like, this is cool. This looks cool. I just want to see what I can see. I wasn't doing it to learn about myself. I wasn't doing it for any other reason just to see it. But then after seeing it and after, like, continuing to kind of see those differences and see those changes, like, I I essentially learned that, like, I was different in different situations. Like, my Mm -hmm. energy that I was giving off felt different. It looked different. Like, it just gave me a better, a deeper understanding of like my own energy. It gave me a little bit of a glimpse into what I was putting out there, like what I was giving off, like when I was feeling certain things. And then from there, it kind of like all tied together where I couldn't find a job in Toronto. And I was like, okay, maybe this is something that I could potentially do. But in that, like, I also wanted to see my energy change. I wanted to see my energy shift. Like, as I mentioned, in the photos in New York, like I had a lot of different like the uh, taxes one was very like red orange and yellow the fight one was super duper blue mm. when I quit my job it was red and pink but I did have a lot of red and a lot of dim red in a lot of my photos and again mm. like that stress that anxiety I didn't really like know what it was mm-hmm. at the time really mm-hmm. like I wasn't even aware enough to like recognize what that was but then coming back to Toronto and like starting this business and really like having access to the camera and being able to kind of like see my energy and recognize oh okay like here are things that I really need to work on like this is consistently coming up for me like this is what I really need to work on now like this is how I need to like kind of restructure and change change my energy so that I'm giving something else out that's not just this and I'm not constantly like always exhausted and always Mm -hmm. I was I was like sick a lot I was I was really running myself ragged Mm-hmm. And like, after having seen that, like, it let me take better care of myself It let me recognize myself. So yeah, in New York, like when I was first doing it, I, I was just doing it to see it, but then seeing it change and then seeing it also stay the same with that red made me recognize, mm. okay, like, this is something that I really need to 
delve into a little bit more. Yeah. Were you always interested in crystals, aura, chakras, or like all of them when you were growing up? I was always interested in crystals. I was constantly coming home with rocks in my bag. (laughs) Like my backpack was full of rocks all the time. (laughs) And I loved like going to the ROM and seeing the rocks and like the little like pyrite, like the fool's gold you could buy from the ROM. Like I had this like little like rock collection when I was a kid, like a little crystal collection. Like I, I loved, loved crystals. So it's so funny. Mm. It's really like full circle now that like, I'm so involved with crystals and like I'm selling them, but like, I just, they're all over my home. Like I love them so much (laughs) in terms of like energy and chakras. That's not something that I had a lot of experience with. It was stuff that like I knew about, but just loosely Mm -hmm. until I started getting these photos taken. So energetically, like my family, we've always, I don't know, there's always been this understanding of like energy in this Mm. specific way in my family. So we are Greek Orthodox and there is like an evil eye thing. So like an evil eye, it's it's in a lot of different cultures. I've always had evil eye jewelry like ever since I was like a baby baby. But like with the evil eye or like the way that we know it in my family specifically is like if somebody and they don't really need to know that they're doing it to you. But if somebody kind of gives you like a bad energy, like kind of like wishes ill will or even if they're like jealous and not like necessarily like a terrible way, but like some sort of like jealousy or ill will or some kind of something directed towards you, the recipient will start yawning. It's like a lot of yawning. You'll immediately feel very, very nauseous, like nauseated and just kind of like just very, very sickly, but you'll be yawning a lot. Oh my God, Evelyn, I'm fighting yawning right now. I'm like, I, it's only because you're saying it. I don't feel any ill will. I just need, now yeah. I just need to say it in case I yawn. Cause now that you're saying it, it'll I'm just like, it'll happen it a lot. It'll no be like, you'll, you'll feel, okay. feel super sick first. And then okay, the I don't feel sick. Like, if, if, yeah, if I feel nothing yawn, but love. Fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If I yawn, I just want you to know that it has nothing to do with <laughs> me so feeling ill will. I feel, I don't feel sick. I feel wonderful. I feel yeah. love from you. Okay. Sorry. Okay. I, don't, I just Beautiful. didn't want you to see me yawning. And then as we're talking about this, you be like, do you think that I am wishing you ill well? Because I'm not. I'm like, I'm certainly okay. not. Yeah, no. And I don't feel that. Okay, great, great, great. Now if I yawn, it's, it's yawn, just a yawn. Yawn. No, okay, some, some yawns are just <laughs> yawns. Like that is yeah, totally yeah, yeah. okay too. Yeah. But like at this point, like if it's going on for like enough time, like I'm not feeling well, I'll either tell my mom or my grandma to do this evil eye thing to get rid of it. So essentially... <laughs> Over water, you um, drop oil and you say a couple different like, prayers. The way that the oil congeals will let the person on the other end know if, like, the recipient has an old evil eye, a new evil eye, how strong it is. So, like, my grandma and my mom both know, like, how to deal with it and get rid of it. But essentially, like, after they do this, you could be far away. From, like, you don't have to be close to each other. You literally, like, come back to life. Like it wow. is, it is energy work if I've ever heard of it. You know what I mean? And like, yeah. if it's real bad, they'll like, they'll call someone in Greece to do it. Like it's, there's, there's wow. like lots of people they'll that outsource. are really good at doing it. We gotta outsource, this, outsource this energy yeah. cleansing. Yeah. I've had, yeah, I've had some outsourced degrees before. So like, <laughs> I've always understood mm-hmm. energy in that sense. Like I've always understood energy, other people's energy affecting you, you affecting other people's energy. Like I've always understood this this concept um just like in a different way and then having learned about it through the photography just brings it all together for me yeah yeah wow oh and that like it's so I I guess I could imagine that for some people they might be skeptical or you might actually receive like negative 
feedback. If you're like, I want to go into this line of work. And it's really lovely for me to imagine that you were allowed to like naturally find your way here. And there was encouragement behind that. Like, I think sometimes we can find our natural path or like our intuitive path, but maybe it's discouraged by people around us. So yeah, it just warms my heart to hear that. Like it was, it was something that was encouraged for you and, and that just sure. felt natural, I guess. It all, it all kind to, of came like, together. Into. And it's like, it's not necessarily something that like my family understood or was familiar mm-hmm. with, but they were definitely supportive of me saying, okay, you know what? I think that this is something like, I think this is a cool thing to do. Like nobody's doing it. I think this, I think, mm-hmm. I just think that it could be a good idea, you know? And yeah. it was nice to like have that support. And I'm definitely able to do this because I have such a good support system as well. Yeah. Yeah. It's so surprising to me when I was researching you and like learning about your story and hearing that when you came back from New York, you were, you didn't necessarily have the idea, oh, I want to start this business first. It was like, oh, I want to continue getting my aura photo taken. And there was like nowhere to go yeah. in a city like Toronto. Oh, that's out of so... necessity entirely. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. It was, that no, was, it was so yeah. surprising to me that there was nobody Same. doing it. Like that's I, I, I couldn't believe it. Yeah. I really couldn't believe it. So yeah. I was in New York. So I lived in New York for several years. I was there doing a master's in art history. And that was kind of like my path and my route. I was an art history person. I was in auctions. I worked in museums. Like I was very in the arts. And so I lived in New York for a couple of years. I worked in New York for a couple of years and then I moved back to Toronto and I could not find a job. I could not find anything in the arts. I could not find anything with having all of this experience. Like I thought I'd come back with like all this experience and like land a great job, but like <laughs> yeah, yeah. the art jobs didn't really like exist in the capacity that I was hoping. So like wow. I couldn't even find a volunteer position. Like I was, I was applying what? for volunteer positions. I was getting turned down. I was like, <laughs> I have all this, I have all this experience. Like I'm you have a master's, work. Like, you have like work I have a experience. master's in art history. Yeah. Like I, I, wow. I interned at the Guggenheim. Like I was like, I was working, like I was doing it and I was just like, okay, no, no one's hiring me. Like it's just, and it was like that. Not even hiring. Nobody's like, like having you volunteer. volunteer. That is so wild to me. I was trying so, <laughs> I was trying so hard just to like, okay, I'll get like, I'll be, an, I'll be a volunteer and then I'll work my way in and then I'll get yeah. like, I'll get in that way. Like nothing couldn't find anything so at that point couldn't find anything I was just I just had to get creative with it but Mm -hmm. I also couldn't find somebody to do this photo like there were a couple a couple like really really old websites like somebody in Scarborough had one of these cameras I feel like maybe in the 90s somebody in Mississauga had one of these cameras but like nobody had it in a way that like I could contact them and get my photo taken it was just kind of like these relics of like these, these websites from the past. So like, I could not find anything. And from there I was like, okay, then it's me, you know? And wow. that's, that's it. That's, it all came together basically from there. I mean, it's been a lot of work. Like it's been, I can't even remember how long it's been. Honestly, like we've lost many years with the pandemic. Like I, I can't even think of the time. It's been six, definitely six years, maybe Point five to seven years I really I can't remember <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. but it's yeah. been a lot of like growth so like I started out of my garage I lived mm-hmm. on Euclid for a couple of years like when I moved back so it was like in the laneway in my garage is when I started <laughs> and people would come and like book appointments on Instagram and just like come to my garage and then <laughs> I started renting out like different studios like a studio on college a studio on Queen Street and now I have my space on Montrose which I share with my friend Sandro he makes those gorgeous soaps and room sprays. It's all credit to him. Like he's really oh. like the plants, like it's all like his vision. And I'm so lucky to be able to go in there and 
be with that energy and be in that space as well. Yeah. Like it's a really harmonious energy in there. So I, I definitely mm-hmm. appreciate it. Cause like, again, I've worked in my garage. I worked in my brother-in-law's tattoo studio. Like yeah. I've worked <laughs> in different places where it's just been like, I've made it work, Yeah, but it's taken a lot of time to kind of like grow it to the point where it's like, feels like a business. Yeah, absolutely. Well, and I would imagine too, like as much as other people can um, affect our energies, absolutely like the space around us can affect our energy. So wanting to have a space where people walk in and it's not like, oh, everybody is this specific color. And I know it's because I'm in my garage and there's this thing or whatever, like, or even your energy. If you're like, I wish I wasn't in my garage, they're going to, their energy is going to pick up on that. And I'm sure it's hard. I guess how, how do you, yeah, like when a client comes in, how do you ensure that your energy isn't a part of their photo? Not that like, not that your chakras can like creep their way into their photo. I don't mean that, but like Mm -hmm. that your energy doesn't affect their energy and therefore change their photo. I definitely can. Like I've noticed over the years that like people can have a reaction to me and that reaction Mm. to me can affect their, their energy. So I try to be as like neutral and positive as I possibly Mm -hmm. can, but I really, I just, I make people shake I make people breathe I make people Mm. kind of like focus in on themselves Mm -hmm. I try to give everybody the same amount of like love and attention and if Mm -hmm. people are feeling let's say a little bit more stressed or a little bit more anxious like we'll give them a little bit more time Mm -hmm. but yeah I I do my best to really make sure that like I'm not in it like I think over the past several years like I've gotten pretty good at being able to like protect my energy Mm -hmm. because I was noticing that like they would affect me a lot (laughs) Me affecting them is one thing, but like they, like my clients would definitely affect my energy and like really, really deplete me. So Mm. as I've kind of like learned and grown, like I've also gotten better at kind of like shielding and protecting myself. And with that barrier, I think comes an okay kind of distance in terms of our energies. But that's not to say like some people could definitely be affected by me or react to me and like that could definitely affect their energy as well so mm-hmm. again I try to be as like kind as understanding as neutral as I possibly can be so that everybody feels comfortable and welcomed and mm-hmm. like enjoys their experience mm. well that's always been my experience with you that you've just been so like a calming presence and neutral and kind and like like also just patient like your cadence is just very I feel like it invites I'll just speak for myself, but like it invites me as your, as a client to also like match that cadence and just sync within myself. Like it's, it's a really nice, yeah. So it's working in my opinion. Thank you. Thank you so much. And <laughs> but, even if, but yeah. Like, yeah, even if I am stressed or like something's happening in my personal yeah. life, I find that I am able to like leave it outside and yeah. really like show up in a like calm, present way for work. So mm-hmm. I, I try my best. Yeah. It sounds like it takes a lot of energy to not only make sure that you're not taking on other people's emotions or lives, you know, because they'll they'll tell you stories afterwards during the reading, but like also mm-hmm. that you're always kind of keeping it, it takes a lot of reflection on yourself and like really actively making sure that your energy is in alignment or that you're like, okay, yeah, I just had a fight with my best friend and like having to keep that in check. That's a lot on yeah your plate like that's a lot to to navigate through yeah I'm also a human person so like I'm you know I also have emotions and feelings and I'm dealing with things every day you know what I mean Mm -hmm. so 
it's taken a lot. It's taken a lot of work. It's taken a lot of time for me to be able to like be in this place where I can like snap in it and snap out of it. And yeah, you know, like I'll deal with, I'll deal with my, all my stuff, like when I deal with my stuff, but like I can also show up for people and make sure that I'm showing up for them, that everybody's getting the same experience and that I'm mm. not like, listen, I've had bad days too, where I'm like, you know what? that wasn't my best. And like, mm -hmm. I I'm going through something personally where like, I wasn't able to show up in the way that I mm -hmm. wanted to or could have or should have. And it's just like, I have to be okay with that too. Like some days aren't my best. And like, again, we're all, we're all just human. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, and I can imagine like similar to, I remember my first reading with you, like I cried and you had a clean you had a box of kleenex right there and i'm yeah. like oh man you probably have people ready, crying yeah. you're like yeah it's fine All and, the time. I, and i remember thinking like wow being so in tuned with people's emotions and energies and then like hearing you know because i was crying and then i was explaining yeah i think you know this is probably why i'm feeling this way and you know who knows if you're going through the same thing and that's triggering you too so i i i can imagine that being um really intense like having client after client maybe feeling quite like emotionally distraught or sad especially if they're always focusing on the bad stuff so I'm 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 really glad to hear that you do like have self-protection in your work and also because I'm like oh that would be exhausting to take similar to like a therapist like you have to have yeah. some kind of you know ritual yeah. for yourself to not take it home with you all the time or or take it into your heart all the time again, like when I, for the pandemic, I was getting sick a lot, like a lot of colds, a lot of, just a lot of like illnesses that like I completely recognized were because I was so depleted. Like I was pushing myself. It would not say no to anything. I was just kind of like, yeah. yes, 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 yes. And then giving so much of myself to others. Like it affected me physically. Like I could, I could tell that it affected me physically. Right. Mm. My energy is, I, I see it in the photos, right. It's completely different now. Yeah. Like it's just, it's things that you learn right? You'll feel, you'll feel when it's wrong. Your body will tell you when it's not right. And then you'll, you'll learn and grow and like things will kind of come together. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. This might be completely naive of me to ask, but like, cause it might be like, no, this is totally different, but do astrology signs like connect at all to auras or chakras? Do you think? Yes. Yes. In a general sense, like in that it all connects you know what I mean so it's all like it's all kind of different like pieces of the puzzle but we have like with astrology signs like we have different traits we have different kind of like characteristics that might be more common to one specific sign like you could definitely see that in people's readings like I can definitely tell when it's like Leo season or when it's you know what I mean like there's <laughs> oh, like I love this <laughs> yeah you know what I mean like there's specific like energies that you can that you can see in certain mm. ways but you also have to take into account people's rising people's moon signs like and again how they're feeling right right so right. your sign doesn't dictate how you're going to feel at any particular point of the day mm -hmm. but you know like if you are a person who's more outgoing which, you know, for example, a Leo, like I'm not dragging Leos, like tend to be, <laughs> you could technically like see that as a, as like a constant. Mm -hmm. But again, like there is no like hard and fast rule. Oh, interesting. I remember listening to a podcast and I think you made a joke, something about like, oh, you, you and the host were talking about how 
you both love wearing like black beige like neutrals and I think then and just talking about color and like the color that you're attracted to I think you made a joke about like oh yeah typical I'm forgetting now maybe it was like oh yeah well Libra or something and I it just popped into my head like oh are these are these connected but a really interesting thing actually that you also said when you were talking about it was like that certain colors people will be attracted to and because colors are so connected to our chakras and in the nine main chakras that you work in, like each one is a different color. Um, and and so the colors that you're drawn to are important to pay attention to, but also maybe the colors that you don't like. Like if you don't like red, yeah. maybe leaning into yeah. red. I thought all of that was just so fascinating. Specifically, like red is one that I, I don't ever wear. I'm never really mm-hmm. like drawn to. And it, yeah, mm-hmm. it was just interesting to hear all of that as well. And then right off the top, you're like, oh, blue, that's our throat chakra. Like that's, and so, yeah, I think the colors of it all can be so intuitive and also a really interesting part of it too. For sure. I think the, I think the, I think the joke was Scorpios because um, we're both Scorpios. Scorpios. Yeah. So normally I do wear a lot of black, like just in general, but over the past couple of years, I've been more open to color and kind of experimenting with color in my wardrobe. Like my space is very colorful. I have a lot Mm -hmm. of like, I like to have color around me. Mm-hmm. So like there's literally all of the colors around me right now. Like it's a very <laughs> colorful space. Um, but in my own personal wardrobe, I'm generally very, very neutral. Like I'm trying to branch out with the blues mm-hmm. and I have more orange shirts. And I'm just like, <laughs> I'm trying to kind of open those things up. Mm-hmm. And it is something to, it is interesting to pay attention to, to like what you intuitively select and like Mm -hmm. what that can say about either what's in your energy or what you might need in your energy Mm. so the things that you are often like drawn to are things that you already have like they feel you feel comfortable with them it's like energy that you feel good the colors that you're like about are generally things that you might need to explore a little bit more Mm. like just to delve into and just say okay like why why Mm -hmm. don't like what does that color represent and like why don't I want that color in my space Mm. Oh, that's so interesting. And like the, I would imagine too, like if I'm not really into green, let's say, then if that corresponds to my heart chakra, like what's my relationship like with, you know, love and with healing and with mm. the things that are associated boundaries with boundaries? Mm. Yeah, a hundred percent. And like, again, some people just might not like green. Like right. there's totally. no, you know, totally. I mean? like you, you don't have to like green, you don't have to like all the colors. But each color does have a meaning, right? It mm. connects to something, which is also connected to the inside of you. So something to think about, something to explore. Like mm-hmm. personally, like there's no color that I'm like, yuck, because all of the colors mean yeah. something, like they're all important. And I hope more people kind of like have that, have that openness to like color and kind of like inviting it into their space, into their lives. Yeah. I mean, it's also just such a great kind of like door into just self reflection and curiosity about yourself like in if in the end you hate all the colors and you only want to wear and be around black all the time cool but at least you've like learned like you've you've asked yourself those questions and kind of had that curiosity because I think there's a lot we can like learn about ourselves and learn about the patterns in our lives through asking ourselves some of these questions so I just think I thought it was so interesting that you said that and I mean, yeah, all, all of the things. I mean, I could talk to you for hours. I feel like probably a lot of people, well, actually, is that something? Like, I imagine when people find out what you do, like, let's say you're at a party or you're at a social event that maybe you don't know some people and people find out what you do. I would imagine people hijack your time a lot. And like, no, are people, okay, good. 
Maybe I maybe really. I'm having less faith in humans. That I should, yeah. I mean, it's like a good icebreaker. No, like it's, like, yeah. it's, like, it's definitely a good icebreaker. People are like interested and like sometimes people like want to know more, but you know, if, yeah. if, if that's something that they're open to learning about, right. Like it depends. It depends on the person. Like a lot of people, you'd be surprised. Like, well, not you'd be surprised. Like right. a lot of people are not super into aura photography or into any mm-hmm. kind of thing that they can't see presented in front of them. And like, you definitely, you hear auras and you think about, you know, any kind of like mystic energies. And like, I'm not, I'm not saying that I'm like tapping into anything specific. Like ultimately Mm -hmm. I'm trying to give you a really great photograph and I'm trying to translate it for you in a way that is palatable in a way that you can take something away from it. Yeah. Like I'm not, it's not necessarily like yeah. a trick where people are yeah. like, Oh, read my aura right now. Yeah. Like, I can't. yeah. I don't my camera. Like I have to, like, there's a lot that we have to do. Right. But it is like, it's something that people mm-hmm. are interested in. Like they're definitely curious about it. Like the more people that like haven't heard about it, who I can, you know, chat mm-hmm. with or who people can yeah. like, you know, learn about it from like the better. It just helps you learn more about yourself. But like, definitely there are people that like, are like, Ooh, this, this feels a little spooky. This might be too much that uh, that I'm learning yeah, here like I might true. be learning yeah. too much about myself that I'm not comfortable with like there's yeah. a lot of people who like aren't aren't into it and aren't aren't intrigued by it and there's also a lot of people that are like okay tell me more yeah I guess I guess the other side I'm imagining and that's clearly my bias I'm imagining everybody wanting to learn more and more and just like talk to you for hours because that's because I think all these things are so fascinating and beautiful but I could imagine on the other side, there are people who are skeptical or who are like, don't believe in it or whatever. And I, yeah. they're like, that's weird. And, and that's, you know, yeah. the conversation ends there. And it's like, yeah, it is. It is. Yeah. Yeah. Cause there's also situations or most situations I would imagine we're like, I don't really want to have to defend all of it. Like, I don't want to have to sit there and have to have a debate about the legitimacy of my career and all these things. Nobody is, nobody generally asks me to debate it. Like if they're skeptical, Good, they just don't like, engage with me. Ugh, <laughs> yeah, like, I don't want you to be put in that situation. Yeah. Okay, so other than a love for crystals and aura and astrology, another thing that we share in common is our love for Bravo reality TV. Oh. And when I heard, oh. when I heard, Evelyn, oh. that you are a big reality fan and specific, oh. specifically shows on Bravo, I was like, yeah. oh, I can't wait to talk even more. Okay, so before we dive into that, though, I heard something. My mouth was agape. I was on the TTC, on the streetcar, and I was like, oh, what? And I wrote it down immediately okay. to ask you because I was listening to a podcast where you shared that you got a crystal. I feel like you might know where I'm going. You got a crystal from the Girardi Keys estate sale. My Girardi stone? <laughs> Your Girardi stone. So for anyone who doesn't know, Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, one of the housewives, Erica, yeah. was married to Tom Girardi, who did a bunch of horrible things and their law firm went kaput. And so there was an estate sale. Okay. So what Chris, and I heard that you really like cleansed this crystal. Cause you were like, what energy is coming with this? Oh yeah. No, I got a bunch. It was not just one. I got like a grouping of crystals and they're huge. They're honestly so nice. <laughs> the fact that Girardi keys has crystals in their office. I was like, okay. Like insane crystals. Yeah. Like, no, then they had, they had big amethyst, like K's, like they had a lot, they had a lot of crystals in that office. Wow. Yeah. They had mostly, it was mostly like printers and chairs. Like it wasn't a right, lot right. of right, right, stuff right. to like buy a in that sale. A printer and an amethyst, you know what I mean? Bring them. A lot of printers, <laughs> yeah. a lot of chairs, a lot of desks, like, but there were these like groups yeah. of crystals and I thought they'd be like the size of my hand. Like I thought that they'd be just like little crystals. I think I got, they're upstairs. Like I have them like on display. I think I got five of them 
and they're all like this big. Like they're the size of my head, if not bigger, the size of my head, they're huge. So I was in like, I was in a bidding war, but <laughs> thankfully this. nobody was super into this set of crystals because again, they looked really small. They didn't like, they didn't look super exciting. Like they didn't photograph them well. And like crystals are notoriously difficult to photograph. So I kind of like, really so hard like why it's so why you can't capture them like you cannot cap it's like the moon like you cannot capture their essence oh, you cannot like you cannot so even like with my um like with the crystals on my website like half of the crystals do not make it on my website because the photos look so terrible and like they don't <laughs> look like what the crystal is so i like i have them in person but like you can't you just cannot take most of the time good photos of crystals so I knew that going in, I mm -hmm. knew that like they, there probably was like more to, than meets the eye to like these crystals. And like, I had no idea how big they were going to be when the box arrived. It like <laughs> the box was huge. It was insane. And they were, I think it was like 260 us for all those crystals, which I was, again, I was like in a bidding war wow. and it wasn't again, like for crystals, like it was a pretty good price for all those crystals. Yeah, for Five head-sized giant crystals like, with a pass, like with a pass. <laughs> you know, five crystals with a pass. They have stories to tell. It's yeah, from the Girardi Keys Law Offices in oh. Beverly Hills, like insane. So I felt okay about it just because the money hopefully went to like repay the victims. So anybody who's listening who didn't know, he basically scammed, a, he was a lawyer who scammed a bunch of his victims by saying, hey, I'm going to put your your winnings in this trust and just bought a plane, but like funded her lifestyle. Um, like it was just gross. But hopefully some of that money goes back towards them to pay for whatever it is, like in any small kind of way. And then I cleanse the heck out of them because I don't want any of that energy. No. In that office in my home. not. Oh my God. But they seem, yeah, they were in like, like a selenite full jail. And they, like, I was like, Palo Santoing them like for days, for days. Like they were, they were cleansed. <laughs> Cleansing for days. I love that. They when I heard cleansed. that, I'm like, wow. And what are the odds too, that you love crystals? And that you engage in them in your life already. And then also that you love like Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. That is, those crystals yeah. needed to go to you. Like you needed to have them. Yeah. It's no, so no, wild. those were my crystals. Like when there was, they, I think they started at like $40. Like there was a bidding war. Like it was wow. like, they were cheap. And I was like, oh, these are my crystals. And then they like went up to 260 <laughs> and I was like, they're, they're still my crystals. It's okay. They're yeah, my yeah, crystals. Yeah. Be fine. My crystals. Hopefully, they're, they're don't my crystals. go above 300, please. Maybe they're still they're my please. crystals. But, oh my like God. US dollars. Like they're my crystals. But they, <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, US dollars. I, no regrets. Literally no regrets. No regrets at all. That's amazing. Okay. So in terms of reality TV, which mm -hmm. which Bravo reality shows are you enjoying right now? What are you into? All of them. All of them. I'm a big housewives gal. Yes. Not super into like a winter house or a summer house or a below deck. Like okay. the satellite, like extra shows are not my super jam. I love mm -hmm. the housewives. Obviously Vanderpump, which is to oh. me in the housewives realm. Yeah. I just finished watching the last episode of Miami. Oh, me too. I watched it today. Wild. It was wild. wild. It is. Ugh. That's a wild one. And it's so strange with Miami how they did, and I'm going to get this wrong the number of seasons, but how they did like two seasons and then yeah. waited like 10 years and then did now eight they're years. doing seasons, yeah. eight years. And now yeah. they're doing seasons again with like a lot of the original cast. It's been it's, very I love it. I love yeah. it. But like, yeah, 
they're they are they're working they're working hard so yeah miami amazing <laughs> salt lake city amazing amazing beverly hills i'm watching i'm happy about beverly hills side note i've done lisa rinna's aura photo before so just like just all back into bravo like how Rinna hold on how did that happen how did that come about <gasps> i love lisa and muskoka love yeah, lisa rinna she love. was so nice so lovely like oh, so like, i miss wonderful. her on the show warmed everyone season. there yeah, oh. I think she could. I think she could come back, but she yeah. she does oh, not yeah. want to. So that's okay. <laughs> whatever yeah, she that's wants, fair. whatever she yeah, wants, yeah, yeah. whatever Lisa wants, Lisa gets. Right. What like whatever she wants. So I used to do. I still do actually a pop up in Muskoka every summer at a marina called um, SWS Muskoka. It's like summer water sports marina, and twice a summer. So once in July, once in August, they do a ladies' night, which is like. They'll bring different vendors in and there'll be like a big kind of like nighttime event. And Rinna's cottage is close. So Rinna came with Cindy Crawford. <laughs> oh. Rinna came with Cindy Crawford and like hung out at the event, like just hung out and like bought things. And it was just like, they were so nice. They were so oh, lovely. Like it was just God. a dream, a dream. I go every year just like hoping to see her again. <laughs> Every single year. Yeah, yeah, I'm just yeah, like, Rena, yeah. please, I know yeah. you're here. Like, just come. Now I'm so glad that when you came back from New York, no one was doing it in Toronto because I'm so glad <laughs> that it led you to Lisa and Cindy. Lisa you and know. Cindy, first name basis. Oh you my know. goodness. Wow. Uh, what was her aura? Lo- I mean, it was in that moment. It's so nice to hear that she was so nice. So nice. At times when there's no cameras, she pr- she doesn't need to be nice necessarily. Talk to every single person, talk to every single vendor, like, Aww. was just so kind to everybody like beautiful uh, can i guess can i guess what her aura photo was strong in yeah okay <laughs> okay i'm getting out my picture because so I, I feel like it memorize. was like a specific time though you know what i mean like okay. she was there for like rest and reset so like it uh, it might not be like a typical like rinna photo okay so she okay rest and reset it is summer also mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. i'm gonna guess that she had really good um red i'm nervous red root and grounding obviously i'm not saying this Mm -hmm. for you i'm saying this for listeners okay so i think she had not dim red like she wasn't tired i think she had some good red because she was grounded Mm -hmm. i think Mm -hmm. she had some good green for love and healing because i think like she was i I don't i don't know if harry her husband was there maybe not that's Mm -hmm. okay and i think maybe she had some i'm gonna go with a no i don't think she had third eye but i think she had blue because she was talking to everybody Okay. No. <laughs> no. She okay, was. Amanda. Uh, no. Thank you so much. Thank down. you so much. Thank you so much for coming. Okay, great. No, I was actually shocked by it as well. She was um pretty tired. Like her body was okay. her body was tired. She had some dim red over her body. Great. She had a lot of violet and a lot oh. of indigo. Spiritual. That's third eye. A lot eye, of right? spiritual energy. No, so there's a lot. Of, yeah, a lot of third eye and a lot of crown. So um, mm. the violet crown chakra is spiritual connection, spiritual understanding. So she might have been feeling really like plugged in, connected to the earth, to the universe, to other people. It also means a lot of brain activity, like she could have been overthinking some things. And then mm. the indigo is brow chakra, which is intuition. So she had a lot of intuition around her as well. Mm. Um, but her body was a little bit tired, I think, again, because she was like there to rest. It was in between filming. Like, oh, that's fair. It might have been at the I beginning going, of it. That's, I was assuming the end. I was going, oh, she's been. I, like, I don't, yeah. She, and, and maybe it just like being around all those people stressed her out like who yeah. knows like she seemed really comfortable but like again like she was a yeah. dream 
Oh my God. That's so freaking cool. Oh, that's so great. I'm I'm really enjoying Real Housewives of Beverly Hills right now. I'm feeling like a lot of the housewives are like on Kyle for not drinking in a way that is like unsettling. I'm like, leave her alone if she doesn't want to drink alcohol. Let her not drink. She's fine. Yeah. And like the, when people say like, oh, you were just so much more fun when you drank alcohol. I genuinely, it's like a fuck you. Like what? Yeah. Get what are you saying? Like that is one of the most inconsiderate, (laughs) selfish things I think people can say. It's like, oh, so she's happier not drinking. She feels happier and healthier. But you'd rather she was your specific brand of fun rather than her being happy and healthy. She's a little too boring. A little too boring. I'm like, like, oh, is healthy a little too boring? Then maybe we need to check in with therapy a little bit. But I mean, I also yes, I like. If Beverly Hills, like they're all on Ozempic, like it is what it is. Oh man, I know. I I I wonder. I'm like, how is this getting? This is getting around everywhere. That freaks me out. Hormones. Hormones. Like, oh woof. But no, I'm also loving. It's so for anyone who's not watching Real Housewives or doesn't. (laughs) Sorry about everybody. Honestly, Evelyn's is like every fucking. I feel like every episode I can. I'm bringing it up somewhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, It's always. And you know, I I also specifically left it towards the end of our conversation yeah. so like you know we're not going to lose people in the beginning started with, energy. <laughs> with energy yeah. and with, with so much energy there is usually like two or three housewife franchises on at one time I think actually right mm-hmm. now there's four there's Salt Lake yeah, we're, Potomac. we're very blessed we're so blessed right now and yeah. I am watching Potomac I am watching House and Below Deck I'm watching Southern yeah, yeah. Charm like I'm but I'm with you like, I'm the watching housewives, Southern Charm it's a rough one I'll watch it. I'll watch it. But like, I'm not like, it's because there's no, nothing else on. No. And it's, it's one of those ones too, where like, they feel so behind the times in terms of like heteronormativity and gender. But look roles. at where they are and look it, at totally. like, and also like, it's just such like old American families. Like it's just, yeah. oh yeah. I'm like, it just Paige, is what it is. Do not leave New York to move. Oh, there. please don't go like, down to Charleston. No, no, I don't. Like, yeah. Why? 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 Please don't do stay that. there. Oh, no, I don't think she was me. I don't think she I don't know her, either. but like, she's from Summer House and Winter House. No, no, I know she's from Summer House oh, and Winter House. Oh, oh, oh. I know Craig and Austin went on. Like, I know, yes. I know what's going on, but like, I'm not watching. <laughs> now Tom Schwartz is a main cast member in so Schwartz. This- in Winter House. It's so oh, weird. Evelyn, Winter House no. has become just like, oh no. Yeah, this season of Winter House, that. they're like, let's just do that. an amalgamation of a bunch of different Bravo. There's the Winter House people, and then they're like, great, let's pull in. There's Brian from Shaws of Sunset. I love Shaws of what? Sunset. There's below deck people, and they don't seemingly know each other other than like, oh, I met this person at a Bravo party. So now I'm friends yeah, with Yeah, they them, were at so BravoCon together. Them. Exactly. Right. But it's not cool. a natural, like before it was like, oh, I'm friends with this person. She's my high yeah. school friend. And like now we go to work, we work of... together and now exactly. we're all in the house together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not now. It's kind of weird. I mean, I watch all the shows, but. That's wild for me. That's wild. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's it's wild. It's weird. But it's interesting too in all the Real Housewives. Like people will say to me, oh, I don't, I don't like Real Housewives. And I always say like each friend yeah, I'm like it's fine <laughs> and sometimes if people say that about like crystals that like oh I'm not into that I'm like that's fine you're yeah, missing you. out yeah. you're good for you and I feel you're missing out but also good for that's you awesome. I know your energy is yeah. so much calmer than what I'm I'm like oh okay. uh, like- <laughs> yeah, I know I know I'm clearly going to be in a debate for the legitimacy of the of all of these things and I need to exit from the from the debate but I think it's every franchise is so different like oh yeah every cast, different producers different editors different like 
the <gasps> vibe of each franchise yes. is different. Like, yes. and yeah, the different women on each franchise are are very very different in terms of like how they self produce, like what their storylines mm-hmm. are. Like, very yeah, I love. I just love. It. I love. Like, I, I know it. it's my Roman Empire. Truly. <laughs> well, Truly. Even, like, even the rule, like, so that's why with, I actually had a friend be like, I haven't watched any of them. I really want to get into it. Where do I start? And I'm like, great. Tell me what kind of drama do you like to watch? What drama stresses you out? <laughs> what kind? Totally. Because they're so different. And even like what is acceptable in one, like in some of them, if you call someone a bitch, you are exiled. In another one, someone punches them in the face. Like it's so yeah. different what the rules are. A hundred percent. It's just, yeah. So I, I do find sometimes like Miami, because that also feels so behind the times in terms of like gender roles. I find it hard sometimes to listen or to watch because there's a lot of like, well, that's the woman's job or like you have to keep your yeah, man happy. And I'm like, for oh sure. my God, it's 2020. But you also just have to understand like where they're coming from. And it's just a very different cultural yeah. energy. Like that they grew up with and like, yeah, it's not my cup of tea, but like it is what it is. Right. So yeah. Yeah. I like to just watch it as human, mm-hmm. like anthropological research. You know what yes. I mean? Because like everything <laughs> has a different energy. Every like every city is different. Like, yeah, I love to start people off with like they're starting off. I love to start them off with like New York, recommending like old New York. I love to recommend Atlanta season six, which is like Oh, specifically season six. But season season six is so good. <laughs> I've seen six all Atlanta, like, but I can't yeah. I I can't pinpoint like there's just like so many like it's like candy's play it's like white refrigerator it's just like there's so (laughs) many like good love it yeah yeah i love it and salt lake like just starting people off with salt lake because it's so quick and like there's so much drama that happens like Yeah. And it's a variety of drama too. Like some of it is really stupid and some of it is like, oh wow, this is like criminal drama now. Like, so I think it's a nice variety. I love a criminal crossover. I love an alliteration. (laughs) I also have recommended New York, new New York a couple times to specific people because it's only one season. I loved it. I loved New York. I loved it too. Oh, I loved all of them. It was so great. No notes. No, <laughs> no notes. Keep the receipts. We're all good. No refunds. I loved it. I can't wait for the second season. I think it needed a bit of a revamp. I love, I watched all the Real Housewives of New York. I was getting like quite tired of some good. of the yeah, yeah. members. I'm like, okay, we're good. But I'm looking like, forward to their trip. Like I want to see them on a vacation. Oh, on the ultimate. <laughs> I'm really excited. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ultimate girls trip. I love I seeing wait. how some of them come together because again, like in their own, so ultimate girls trip is where they take different housewives from different franchises and then put them all on a trip together. And what I love there is like, if somebody has a certain amount of power or influence in one franchise, you better believe they are not going to have that same like influence in another one. The pecking order does not, does not exist. Exactly. It does. The limit does not exist. Ramona's kind of. That's the one where I'm like, Ramona, we're good. Did you know that Brandy? Oh my gosh. Wait, what was she on? I think she was on the first episode of married to med and they edited her out because Yes, because she's friends with Phaedra from yeah. the other trip. I think they edited her out because of what happened on the trip with Caroline. Oh my God, wait, what trip with Caroline? There was another trip where Brandy like grabbed Caroline by the vagina maybe or like made some sort oh, of like sexual no. advances towards Caroline and Caroline like lost it. And basically they, they, they like that show is not going to happen anymore. And I think Brandy's like, on the outs because I think it's like a whole Bravo like HR investigation. 
Oh, Bravo HR. They need to hire so many more HR. The shit they've been getting away with over the years. Wait, Caroline, like from New Jersey? Yes. Yes. She did not like Brandy's vibe. And Brandy was like drunk and like all over her in in the way that she did not like. And so she was edited out of Married to Men. Of Married to Men. Yeah, isn't that crazy? Wow. I hope like I'm not just like, just like saying like... (laughs) lies like I hope that that's true but like I saw that on a Bravo blog <laughs> okay well everybody is in charge of going and take this with a grain of salt yeah yeah maybe edit yes. this out like well I'm not yeah, sure yeah, if he's yeah. gonna make the cut but that's, me, that's yeah, what yeah. I heard <laughs> yeah, yeah. word on the street this is, is a rumor everything in Bravo is a rumor and yes. allegedly allegedly, allegedly. oh shit Brandy yeah yeah, I liked her in um, Traders Celebrities. I don't know if you saw that. Love one. the Traders. Love so that. Good. There's that a was... Canadian one now. I know, but I, I don't know if I want I to watch that. I watched the first. I just I, that was the the American one that was so good. I know, just like the, the twist at the end and like oh, oh, that was great. That was great. Yeah, it was so Traders good. was great. That was so and I good. also like I'm not a Summer House Winter House girl, but I am mm-hmm. a Love Island girl. Like that oh, is Evelyn, where come home. Should we move <laughs> in together? <laughs> Absolutely. Do you know there's a Love Island like games where they like compete? Been watching it. Been full. Okay, I'm, I I'm haven't seen up. yet. I am so excited. Okay. Okay. So normally, like yeah. the challenges, I fast forward because I think the challenges are so actually like boring and the worst. <laughs> right, I've been right. watching all of Love Island games. The games <laughs> are actually very physically demanding. Like these poor uh-huh. people are like the sun goes down and they're still like competing in this like physical <laughs> strength thing like down. the sun goes down you can tell they're all so tired they're all <gasps> over it like they're all so pissed and they still have to like do these challenges oh like these really God. intense challenges and it's like an all-stars where they're like it's not love violent but it's like an all-stars so yeah. there's like alliances and then there's like <gasps> it's it's not love violent it's love violent games like i'm not yeah. mad at it yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Totally, totally. I just love that you take people from Love Island where the quote unquote like physical challenges are like pick this girl up and carry her across a step and then kiss her. No, this is like you're bungee corded together in the middle of a boxing ring and you have to fight for your life to <gasps> ring a bell on the other side. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> These people were not no. brought into TV for this. That's amazing. I'm in. As well, they like make them put on like a mermaid, a mermaid bottom, and then like crawl yes. up a slippery thing, and then get a thing, and then slide it down. Where the guys like holding a balancing a thing, and if the bricks fall, like it's just so like they had to do that oh for so God. long. I <laughs> like, wonder because wild. this is like the first season of Love Island Games. I wonder. I would imagine that none of them were prepared for that. Like, I don't think anyone was prepped. I think they were like... I don't think... No. I don't no, think that they were no. prepped for, like, how intense those games were going to be. I think they were like, you're going to play some games. But, like, right. and they're like, they sure. are intense physical games. Like, they're not... Wow. And I like how, like, everyone's coming back. Like, yeah. yeah. I'm into it. Ugh, and I love because then you get to, like, catch up on who's still together and who's... Yeah. I you love, know. Well, I love none, of, none of them are still together. Well, none of them are ever still together in Love Island, unfortunately. Except for... Molly May and Tommy, who just had a baby. Oh my god! And who isn't also like? Oh, they just had a baby. I totally had a didn't baby even... <gasps> named Bambi. Bambi, it's really cute. That is really that is cute. like a Love Island success story. Like the one, a baby, the one hundred percent, the one baby. Yeah. And yeah. also, doesn't like Tommy's uncle, who's like a retired boxer, have a reality show on Netflix? Yeah, yeah. I started like They're one all episode. Famous. 
they're all famous someone on the podcast told me about the net told me about the show and said that like tommy yeah. and molly do like a a pop in and so i started watching it and i was like when are okay. they coming i'm I, i'm bored. it's fine but i'm like nah i got yeah, I yeah. have enough bravo to watch like i don't need to watch all of that you know totally so well for anyone that we've lost we're gonna bring you right back in to wrap up because <laughs> i want to finish our conversation by okay so you have your crystal master's cert- certification and obviously you know mm-hmm. your shit about crystals i mean even during this conversation so i was thinking maybe i could give you a scenario and you could recommend like a helpful crystal for that yeah love it. okay okay great especially since we're going into gray winter times so what if you're mm-hmm. feeling tired and you would like to um be finding some more some more energy for yourself what's a good crystal for that i would recommend carnelian it's really good mm-hmm. for like physical energy it's good for grounding Carnelian is going to be good for like your whole physical body. So it's going to be good for your root chakra, your navel chakra, and your solar plexus. Mm. Um, so it gives a lot of like physical power, a lot of physical energy. It's a grounding stone, but it's like a good kind of like energetic, positive uh, energy in your body. I'm getting that one too, like tomorrow. I'm so glad I have this on recording so I can make my shop. <laughs> okay. What about if you're lacking inspiration in your work? What kind of work? Yeah, that's so, such a good point. What if you want to be finding some more inspiration and like creativity and imagination in your work and your work feels like a bit monotonous? Is that helpful? Okay. Okay, great. Yes. So, okay. Couple, couple different scenarios for this. Mm. Creativity in general is going to be good for with orange. So orange calcite. Back to orange calcite. That you have right there. Beautiful. Um, And you can also do some carnelian for that navel chakra as well. I would do um, lapis, lapis lazuli, which is good for your uh, third eye. So for your Mm -hmm. intuition, which when you kind of connect to that will help with that inspiration. And also a little bit of amethyst, which I think would be good Mm -hmm. just to kind of get that brain firing. It's a good like calming stone, but it's also like it's helpful for the brain energy. And then we can do a little bit of like blue calcite or let's say a labradorite for the throat, which is good for like your expression, but it's good for like creative expression as well. Oh, I love that. Oh my God. Amazing. Okay. What if you are feeling a little heartbroken or like you're, you're grieving a loss? What about going through some grief? Okay. Grief. We would center on the heart for grief. So we would do rose quartz. Mm. Um, you could also do green stones. So like green fluorite. Malachite could be okay for that as well. But mm, ruby and zyacite would be nice for that. A garnet would be good mm. for that too. But yeah, like rose quartz is really like powerful for the heart chakra. I think I have one back there. I'm just going to be like holding it close. Okay. I love it. Mm-hmm. What if you're having difficulty staying present in the moment with people, with yourself, you find yourself worrying about the future, ruminating on the past, and you just want to like stay present in the moment with yourself? For that, I feel like you would want to be really grounded. So mm. you would need something like a black tourmaline, mahogany obsidian, a regular obsidian, any like maybe a smoky quartz would really mm. kind of like keep you like balanced, but also grounded in the moment. Okay. My last one for you. What's one, if you are feeling great, you're feeling open, you're feeling wonderful. And you're like, I want to protect this energy. I want to keep this good vibe Mm. going. And Mm. maybe I'm going to go out in the world where there's stresses and work and people and all the things. I want to protect this energy. What's like a good, keep this good vibe going 
Okay, so protect the energy would be all of those previous stones, so like the obsidian, mm-hmm. um, the tourmaline, but clear quartz is an amplifier. So if you're already feeling like amazing, clear yeah. quartz will just like amplify that energy. Oh, I love. So if I'm feeling not great, maybe I, I keep the clear quartz away a little bit. But if I'm feeling amazing, bring it in. Or you pair the clear quartz with another crystal, which will amplify that crystal. The crystal instead of amplifying. Yeah. God, this is just yeah, yeah, yeah. so science and art and spiritual. It's just yeah. so, this is incredible. It all comes together. It all comes and together. And bravo. Listen, crystals are bravo. Okay. Yeah. That's the log line. Honestly, the yeah. reason that I started selling crystals, like this isn't yeah. bravo related, but it is reality TV related because during the pandemic, I did a rewatch of The Hills yes. and Spencer <laughs> inspired me. Like that was it. Like really? I, I owe yeah. so much to Spencer Pratt <laughs> because otherwise I wouldn't have been selling crystals. No one has ever said that. I owe so much to Spencer Pratt. This is the first I time. I do. I hope he hears it. I truly nice do. I really, you know what, Spencer, like you really, like you helped me out because people were like looking at them like they were insane and like yeah. they would bring crystals to events. They were, he was saying like pretty legitimate things about, about wow. energy and like everybody on the hills were just like, ooh, like. He's, he's kind of gone off the rails, but it was, he's saying legitimate things. But yeah. after that, I was like, should I sell crystal? <laughs> and then I did. And you're like, great. I'm going to, this is going to weave into my career. And like, yeah, because well, during the pandemic, so like I couldn't even do photos. Like there was yeah. no, I couldn't be in person with people. Like everything was so closed, especially in Ontario. So like, this was a way for me to still have an offering and still connect with people. And like a yeah. time where people really needed something, like they needed things to kind of like, look forward to and to hold on to and to kind of give them a little bit of an extra boost so it was really like the perfect connection but like yeah Spencer helped me see, see that. it really is like energy and reality <laughs> tv like it really all comes together it is good for you and I don't want anyone to tell you otherwise <laughs> that's the thing uh, it's like we are everything you can be mm-hmm. a energetic being and love auras and crystals but like at the same time you can love bravo and you can love trashy TV and you can like what you like. And just as long as it makes you feel good and you're happy doing it, like live your life. Live your life. Oh, God damn. You know? If that's not the most wonderful prescription I've ever heard. Like <laughs> I have little bits of shame around loving reality TV. And I'm like, why? Never. Let's let that go. Yeah. There's Never. no need. There's no need. No. I asked someone, I, I think it was Coco Galore. I interviewed on this podcast and I asked, oh, yeah. what's your, oh, I think she's come to you actually. Adventure times, yeah. Yeah. Oh my god, because I'm thinking yeah. like, oh, I remember Coco posted a photo. So Coco, yeah. Galo- Ugh, it all comes together. So all, I, yeah, it's yes. all connected. I asked Coco on this podcast, "What's one of your guilty pleasures?" And she, and this, I'm paraphrasing, but she essentially was like, "I have pleasures. I don't feel guilty about them." And it has always stuck with me. Love that. Fucking right. What are yeah. your pleasures? Like hundred yeah. percent. So. I'm with you. You know what? I'm going to go get clear quartz so I can amplify the shit out of how I'm feeling right now. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you so much, Evelyn, for chatting with me today. It was such a joy. And for behind the scenes people, it was a a tech journey for us. And we're here. And I'm so, so grateful and appreciative. And it was was just such a dream. And like, yeah. And I can't wait to come get my photo taken again next week or in two weeks. I forget. But yeah, I can't wait. Yeah, I'll see you soon. Well, thank you so much for having me. Oh, my pleasure. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Liquid Courage podcast. If you like what you heard and you're looking to support the show, here's a few ways you can help. You can leave the show a five-star rating and review on Apple Podcasts. 
Or you can follow the show on Instagram and TikTok at Liquid Courage Podcast. Or, and best of all, you can tell a friend about the show. Tell a family member, tell a coworker, post about your favorite episode online, spread the word. That really is the best way to help support the show and help it grow. Did I just rhyme? Okay, until the next episode, cheers. <laughs>